we're off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz. And here he is, the wonderful wizard, whatever the wizard was. <laughs> Because, 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 <laughs> because of the wonderful things he does. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I am surviving after my traumatic experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also surviving after a traumatic experience, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> I had to work 55 hours, go to school eight hours, and then still just like exist with life. That sucks. I was dying. Well, yeah, no, you were like legitimately dying, but no, my I had like some sort of I'm theoretically allergic dying. reaction. <laughs> we don't even know. My doctor hasn't even gotten my blood results back to tell me like what was going on with me, but I was having bad problems with my mouth. Yeah, this sounds so weird. Maybe explain it a little bit more. <laughs> well, yeah, like I, you're like I was having problems with my mouth. It like, might what? have been an allergic reaction to a chapstick that I use, like a medicated chapstick. Like my mouth swelled, and then I developed bumps all over my mouth, and they were extremely painful. My mouth's actually still a little sore, so if I sort of lisp occasionally, apologies. The the other day when I was talking, I couldn't say the letter S without spitting, so that was fun. You know, I'm sure it's fine. It was beautiful. <laughs> I felt very attractive. <laughs> yeah, we still haven't went to the Whitney yet. Nope, that is two days from now. Two days from now, yes. It's exciting. I know, right? So soon. I don't really have anything else to talk about. I've been working a lot. I've just been dying a lot. Yeah. I think that's really all that we have exciting. You were going to the Whitney in like two days. Probably going to see a ghost. Oh, we hung out for our not Gatsby party. We did. We had a not Gatsby party. Yeah, because I, I I was looking through my photos on my phone and I have a drunk video of you on my floor in That's my fine. kitchen. I have a video of you that I sent to Devin's boyfriend, which was a fantastic <laughs> video, by the way. Um, I'm very proud of myself for that video. Yeah, it was like really snowy here. Yeah, there was a no. It was like an ice storm. Like, ice fell from the sky. It didn't, like, just occur. It just sort of fell from the sky. Um, So we ended up canceling it because I don't think it ended up to be as bad as everyone said it was going to no, be. No, I don't think it did either, but I still think it's safer that we cancel it just in case anyone wanted to come and, like, was didn't afraid to. Didn't want to chance it, yeah. Yeah. So we we, we canceled it, and then, um, but Amber and Jason and Devin still came over anyways. And this was, like, day one of my mouth being in tons of pain. (laughs) (laughs) And we just drank a lot. It was fine. And Amber slept in here, in the podcast studio. I did. And we're rescheduling the party. Yes. So we can still Around Amber. Yeah. All around me. All around Amber. My weekend's off. (laughs) Because the only reason we're hosting this a second time is for you. Yeah. I'm excited for it, too. I, um... Oh, I, I had HelloFresh meals. I sent you oh, pictures of all of them. I know. They looked also delicious. They were really fun. I really maybe, liked Maybe, like, one day we can have HelloFresh sponsor us Ooh, or something. maybe. I really enjoyed it. It was really fun to do. Yeah. The maybe don't say good. anymore and maybe HelloFresh will sponsor that's us. That's it. I'm not telling you anything else. Yeah, that's it. 
So I just I did now? it, and I'm not telling you what I ate either. Can I tell you how I'm an idiot? Sure. I already told you how I'm an idiot, but I'm going to tell the podcast world how I'm an idiot. Okay. So I ordered clothes from Forever 21 on the internet because I don't buy Forever 21 clothes. I was just given a gift card for Forever 21, mm-hmm. so you just had to purchase clothes. So like I bought some clo- shirts for like work, and one of them came ripped. And I sent an email accidentally from the podcast email. And I think that's why they haven't responded yet. (laughs) Because, and then I, like, I responded immediately after being like, oh, sorry, disregard that email. Please respond to this email. And I'm like, and then they still haven't responded to it. And I'm like, please, the shirt's ripped and I paid money for it. That's really frustrating. Yeah. So if you see that um, come through the podcast email, just let me know. (laughs) I did also. Try to, we are working on getting onto iHeartRadio as well. Yes. Um, so that's only a 14 day wait. Okay. At the most is what they said. Okay. Well, well, we're timing them. Yeah. It's, it's only been six days. All right. I'm waiting, iHeartRadio. You have eight more days. Yes. They have eight more days until we talk shit about them on the podcast, <laughs> even though we're already doing that. <laughs> Oh, that's exciting, though. It's another place for us to be out. Yeah. And um, hopefully people will, like, listen to us or something. Hopefully. Hey, you. You listen to us, right? Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Why haven't you told your friends yet? Your friend Jerry really loves podcasts, and he's really looking for a good comedy and ghost story podcast to listen to, and we have just the recommendation. Yeah, just the recommendation. Us. It's us. It's, it's us. Yeah, don't, don't like think it's someone else it's it's us it's definitely us we're not like talking about any other podcasts even though we do a lot because we like podcasts we do like podcasts even though i haven't listened to any podcasts i'm really far behind recently well i don't have anything else to tell you uh, i don't really have anything else to tell you either except for i sound raspy as fuck where's the coin it's right here ready Ooh. go it's amber it's me yeah oh, it fell perfect. off it fell off the business card box and landed on me. And landed on you. Well, this is perfect because speaking of Massachusetts, that's where we're at. <laughs> oh, wow. Because, you know, you were struggling to say it, so I just wanted to like... Well, at least I don't have to say it. No, I have to say it two times. Okay, that's it? Probably. It looks like I only oh, put well. it in here two times. But I'm just going to enjoy the great taste of Pepsi Zero Sugar, the same great Pepsi taste you know and love. <laughs> I am now Jacksepticeye. Are we an ad? Yeah, Pepsi we now? are. We are an ad for Pepsi Zero oh, Sugar. That would be fucking cool. Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be fucking cool. <laughs> All right. Sponsor us. Are we ready? So basically, this is this is how this happened. So Jason was watching a documentary okay, about do- the Bridgewater Triangle. So the Bridgewater Triangle refers to like this huge 200 square mile area in southeastern Massachusetts. And the area claims to be the site of many paranormal phenomenon, including UFO, poltergeist, Orbs, balls of fire, various Bigfoot-like sightings, giant snakes, thunderbirds, and other spectral phenomenon. So, like, obviously I was super intrigued, but this is a huge topic. So yeah. we're doing one tiny bit of this topic. Okay, so you're going to, re- like, revisit it? I'm going to cover a lot of that area eventually. Like, I'm going to cover more, but this is specifically a small section on U- uh, U.S. Route 44 in Rehoboth, Rehoboth, Massachusetts. Okay. And I'm going to tell you about the redheaded hitchhiker of Route 44. The redheaded hitchhiker. Yes. Is she sexy? He's a man. 
Oh. So who knows? Is he sexy? Maybe. I was just automatically, because he's a man, he's not sexy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've been on Tinder a lot. I'm really attracted to redheads, apparently. Uh, let me let me know if you find this guy attractive. Maybe we'll get but you then, a new like, ghost. Like a red redhead, but like a redhead. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll find him hot. We'll see. Okay. I'm I'm waiting. Okay. So there have been claims. I'm waiting for my new boyfriend. Oh, a new boyfriend for you. Oh my gosh. I'm just gonna date all of the supernatural <laughs> beings. So you've had the uh, headless horseman. Yeah. You had uh, Krampus. Krampus. All right. Next one. All right. Redheaded hitchhiker. Let's see if you like you like him. Was it Krampus? I don't know. I think so. So there have been claims of a ghost of a redheaded man walking down U.S. Route 44 for as long as some people in the area can remember. Some people have stopped to pick him up only to have him disappear on them. Uh, no thanks. The ghost is usually described as a well-built man. So he's, he's buff. He knows how to get to the gym. He's between 45 and 55. You into older men? No, not yet. <laughs> he has red hair that is u- and usually has a beard. Uh, sometimes he is well kept and other times he appears disheveled with an overgrown beard, dirty pants, and untucked shirt. He's usually described wearing either jeans or brown work pants and he is often wearing work boots and a red flannel shirt. Oh, okay. So he sounds like lumberjacky. Lumberjack chic. Yeah. You know. Oh my god. And then just his muscles just bust out of his red flannel. Cute. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> As he slowly drags his ex behind himself this to the, murder you. Is this the second installment of the Marble Forest romance novels? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hashtag side series. He has also been described as having dark, empty, soulless eyes. Okay. But other people say that his eyes look normal. They just don't feel right. They don't feel right. Yeah. They, he just feels- Like, are they, like, blurry? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, are they just slightly an off human eye color? Maybe. Maybe they're, like, oddly small. Maybe he has jaundice and, Ooh. like, the... Yeah. His eyes are yellow. Maybe. Um, because some people have described him saying that he has either red, yellow, or green eyes. He does have jaundice. He's dying. He's, got, he's just a ghost of jaundice. <laughs> <laughs> so most of the time he appears solid to drivers, but there have been some stories where he's been transparent through the entire encounter. Okay. Well, then I'm not stopping to pick you up if I can see through you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess, I, there's, there's that, like, also, like, trust no one, help no one. I'm not stopping to begin with to pick up a hitchhiker, but, like, also, if I can fucking see through you, I'm definitely out. I'm, yeah. like, I'm, I'm flooring it. I'm driving past you faster than i would originally have done so i mean i would too though and just hope that you don't just appear in front of my car and i scream and like crash into like the woods or something that would be terrifying yeah you want to hear about some some experiences oh we're already two experiences that's we've it? got a lot of them oh, okay we've got a lot of them is his name larry the lumberjack we could name him larry the lumberjack who has he really has a his- name Jaundice is when your liver is dying, right? I think Who so. has an alcohol problem? Larry the Lumberjack with an alcohol problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, who's buff and sexy as fuck, even though he drinks oh, too much? Yeah. And he... I, don't, I was going to say he likes fa- uh, flapjacks because he's a lumberjack. Oh, yeah. Loves them. 
He loves you to take him to a Waffle House. Ooh, IHOP, though, is no-go because it's too mainstream. It's too mainstream. Definitely the trash of a Waffle House. So travelers will often see him wandering down the road, and sometimes his thumb is out like he's trying to get a ride, and other times he isn't, and people just, like, offer him a ride. So sometimes he's actually hitchhiking, sometimes he's not. So he will only get into the back seat even if there's no one else in the car. Bitch, I ain't your Uber. Get in the front seat. <laughs> like, <laughs> when asked where he's headed, he will give no response. He will just point in the same direction of the road that the driver was already headed. Okay, but okay. So I just have chills thinking about this. You're sitting in your car, and he gets into the fucking back the seat. Back seat, and then you're literally just like. Seeing him, you're either turning around or you're seeing him through like one of your rear view mirror, and you're just like, Hey, bud, and he's not up? talking to you, and he's not talking to you, and he just fucking points. Yes, and then I'm just like, That's when I like bail on my own fucking car. I'd be like, This is I've made a horrible choice, it gets worse. I've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Are you ready for how it gets worse? <laughs> I don't know. One version of his tale is that after traveling down the road in complete silence, the hitchhiker will suddenly begin to giggle. No! No, 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 no. (laughs) No, thank you, sir. And then the giggles will turn into a maniacal, uncontrollable laughter that pierces the ears of everyone in the car. And if I haven't bailed out of my own vehicle, by (laughs) this point, I'm gone. But, like, by this point... The car's still moving and I've ditched out and tuck and rolled <laughs> out the door. Rolled. <laughs> like, no, thank you. No, that's tuck awful. Tuck and roll. Get the fuck out of the car. <laughs> In this version, oftentimes the driver of the car will threaten to pull over and force him out of the car if he doesn't stop. And then in an instant, the hitchhiker will disappear even if the car is moving at a pace of like 50 miles an hour. So he'll just, he'll just disappear. But... People say that even if he vanishes from the car, his presence doesn't leave. What do you mean by that? Like, you just feel like he's still there even though you can't see him anymore? Can you still hear him laughing, but you just can't see him anymore? (laughs) Please don't tell me. I don't want to know the answer to that question anymore. Well, I'm going to tell you anyway, because that's what we do on this show. Oh my gosh, I don't like this story. You haven't really told one of these fucking stories It's been a a while. It's been a while. Oh my gosh. But this one was good. It's like, I don't know. It's like the stories that I start put there's that there's a lot of experiences in and i start putting myself in those shoes because it's definitely something i could get mixed into seriously there's a lot of experiences on this and i had to cut it off like at one point i was like i have to stop putting experiences in here it's gonna get too long like there was a lot um so one witness said that as he drove down the road the face of the hitchhiker appeared in the side of a window of his car like, on driver's side or passenger side? Like, is it, like, like, like right here next to my fucking face? As you're driving. <laughs> it was as if he was floating alongside the vehicle as it sped down Route 44. Another okay. person claimed that after he vanished from their car, the music on the radio cut out and his crazed laughter began filling the car once again and taunting her by name. No. No, thank you. How do you know my name? I'm like, you don't know my name. Did you just introduce you yourself when no. he got in his car? The car? No. I'd be like, hey. 
Where are you heading, bud? And then, like, you're just like, man, I uh, definitely have made some wrong choices in my life. <laughs> Never pitch a- pick up a hitchhiker. Never. Um, one story tells this of a couple who broke down at about 10 p.m. The woman stayed in the car while the man went to go get help. They both suffered um, separate experiences. The man saw him on the side of the road and tried to talk to him. Like, okay, so... Are we finding him on like a long stretch of like forested? It's like I think it's a forested road from what I'm from what I'm seeing. Yeah, no thanks. Gross, right? Yeah, no thanks. I'm not stopping for no one off a forested road. No. Um so he saw him on the side of the road and the red-headed man began yelling at him and then disappeared. Um but he the man could hear laughing from all directions as he made his way back to his car. And then the woman heard his voice come over the radio, taunting her until she ran out of the car. Oh no! Don't I, you know that's a that's a catch. Is it a catch twenty two? I guess right so there? because he's outside and inside. Yeah, you're like, do you feel safe in the car or don't you feel safe in the car? It's like the man is coming back to the car to get away from it, and the woman is leaving the car to get away from it. Yeah, like, he's, like, running back to the car, and she just fucking bolts <laughs> past him, and he's like, where are you going? Like, And he's also terrified. Yeah. One woman reported stopping to pick up the man. He disappeared as he went to grab the door handle. At that moment, her car battery died, and then she heard the man laughing at her. Although he, um was no longer like visible 10 minutes later the car started but not before the woman had a breakdown from the fear okay me same (laughs) (laughs) so uh one man began driving alone when he saw the red man or he was driving alone and he saw the red-headed man on the side of the road. He stopped and called out to the man who slowly started to walk towards him and as he got closer he slowly faded until he completely disappeared so as he was walking to him like he was just slowly fading out no thanks no thanks do you know good thing i have like stones in my car for protection like this redheaded man wouldn't be able to get in my vehicle that's fair you know my car is protected it's a steel trap for ghosts (laughs) (laughs) no it's not a trap it's a steel protection for you Yes, from the ghosts. From ghosts. Yes. Um, one witness named Wanda said that the hitchhiker appeared in the back seat of her car. Like she's just driving and all of a sudden she looks in the rearview mirror and he's there. Mm-hmm. No thanks. Um, she noticed through the rearview mirror and then the radio started to scan the stations and then it became so loud that it shook the car. The phantom disappeared and began to laugh on the radio. She said, I looked into it, but found nothing about him. Who is this guy? Um, Why is he here? It's a mystery. Mm. No. No, thank you. I'm out. Can you imagine your your fucking radio gets so loud your car is fucking shaking? No. No, I can't. Well, like, I got got a good, like, subwoofer, like, in my car. So, yeah, like, if it's, like, a good jam, my car can be shaken. But, like... Right. (laughs) Like a good Lizzo song. So these next two stories were both reported by someone named Chris. All right, Chris. And these are quoted stories. Okay. So this is the first one. I've made several attempts to try and reach the Phantom, but I have come up dry You're each trying? time. 
He's trying. You're trying. Mm-hmm. So you just drive up and down this fucking road just looking for it. Yeah. Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> a crazy person. You're going person. to die. A crazy person. Although strange things did happen. The first inspection resulted in a tire exploding when there was nothing visible on the road that could have popped the tire. The second instance was when my car stalled for a few minutes due to overheating. Um, he said that there was nothing wrong with the car before reaching that stretch of road, and he has all but given up hope looking for the ghost because of what happened. But, you know, I wouldn't give up hope at that point in time. Um, I would just feel like the ghost knows what you're trying to do. Well, the ghost is obviously doing it, right? Yeah. Like, that's what I how I feel. Exactly. And then this is another quote about that instance, still t- the same story. Uh, while waiting for the tow truck driver, we heard a noise most of the night. There was a rustling, and we thought it was wind. It didn't sound like an animal, and we'd heard walking. We didn't want to turn the radio on because the stories say that he can talk through that. We turned the radio on, and or the radio and our cell phones off. It was scary. I had read the story when I was seven or eight, and it creeped me out enough. But to be that close was too much. When the truck came, the rustling stopped, and we were eager to go. Can I tell you a thought I just had? Sure. So they they brought up turning off their cell phones. Mm-hmm. What if this red-haired lumberjack man started talking through their Siri? That would be terrifying. Could you imagine? It's in your fucking hand. Yeah. All of a sudden, just like in your Siri, like he just starts talking to you. No. 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 This is also a story from Chris. All right, Chris. Is this new Chris or old Chris or third Chris? Same Chris. Or blue Chris? Purple Chris. Okay. (laughs) I traveled down that strip of road again. It was late and I had fallen asleep as my other friend drove. She stopped short and was panicking. I woke up startled and confused. Well, yeah, she fucking slammed on the brakes. Of course you're going to wake up. She said she thought she hit someone and we looked around to see no one in sight. I recognized where we were, and I told her it, to get going and not to ask questions. To my surprise, the car didn't start straight away. After the third try, it did. We drove off, and I explained to her about the redheaded phantom, and she flipped, claiming that the man she had hit looked like the ghost I had described. Nope. You know, this window is awful. <laughs> I know! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so dark. It's such a dark abyss outside. And I'm just like waiting for a guy with red hair and red flannel to just look at me through this fucking window and I'm terrified. That's how I feel all the time. Oh my gosh. Your window has no curtains. I just, I'll just like keep looking down all day. Just like hang this blanket up there. Yeah. Or like, I guess get an actual fucking curtain rod. <laughs> I guess I could do that and hang a gut. Blessed curtain, <laughs> so that you don't have to look once. outside. <laughs> I'm too. After more- all of these years of Amber complaining about <laughs> looking into the outside when we recorded, I finally get it. Because, <laughs> like, literally, all I can do is just stare out this window right now. I know it's creepy as fuck. Well, and also that fucking bush. Yeah, it's the bush. The bush with the leaves in the f- spring when the bur- mm-hmm. bugs start flying by. It gets creepier. We always record it after seven. <laughs> Another woman named Alice claims that her friend saw the ghost. Uh, some of us snuck out one night and walked down that whole road all the way to the railroad you tracks. walked down the road? Yep. Oh my gosh, idiot. <laughs> I could never, never. You're in the middle of fucking nowhere. You have nowhere to hide. 
Seriously. You're going to like run into the woods and you're going to get fucking lost. Idiots. <laughs> it's so dumb. I would never. Idiots. Um, We think that we saw him. We all did. Let me tell you, when we saw that misty figure in the shape of a man, we bolted down the road back to the house as fast as we could. Yeah, but I bet you're like three miles away at this point in time. He's probably just hoverfooting his way towards you. Um, so hoverfooting. <laughs> well, um, he, she, and her friends might have seen something. Some people don't think it was necessarily like the ghost. Yeah, just an actual hitchhiker. Just like maybe a misty that was shaped just like, like a, a person. fog that yeah. rolled across the the pavement. So one and of a the tree. last and an owl. One of the last stories I'm going to tell you because I think there's two more. Okay. So, was a story from John. John had never seen, had an encounter with the ghost, but his brother's friend had the air taken out of his lungs by something he saw on the road. Then this is a quote from John. It says, he had been driving alone when he saw him on the side of the road. He stopped out and called out to the man who started to walk towards him. As he got closer, he faded until he had disappeared. John goes on to say more about it, saying that um, he had driven down to the town line and they say if you drive down the town line turn off your lights and honk your horn three times he will appear in your car or in your headlights and when you turn back um when you turn them back on so like if you turn your headlights off honk three times and then turn them back on he'll be in your headlights no thank you um that's like a whole it's like a whole tempting fate thing that's like this whole podcast should be teaching you not to we tell you not to do this shit it's it's it don't tempt fate um so he said that that guy had tried it. He didn't think it worked, but um, I guess the guy has never really hurt anyone. No, not not in any of these. He just gives the shit out of people. He's just giving them some serious PTSD for the rest of their lives. He's trying to teach you not to pick up hitchhikers. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> He's just your friendly neighborhood um, public service jack. announcer. <laughs> <laughs> you are just your friendly neighborhood sexy lumberjack teaching you. Your PSA of do not pick up hitchhikers. Yeah. You know, it's casual. Casual. It's all he's doing. Yeah, exactly. So some people believe that the hitchhiker may have been involved in a horrible crash on that stretch of road, and that's why he haunts it. Some think that he may have been clipped by a car while he was walking alongside of it. Okay. Um, he also could even be the ghost of someone that predates the road even being there, like a 19th century farmer whose spirit was never put to rest. Oh, I don't think he's a farmer on wearing flannel, okay? <laughs> and work boots. And work boots. Uh, one woman claims that she saw him walking on into the woods on a different stretch of road. She described him differently and claimed he had never had red hair, but that he died on another road with the color red in its name. So that would be most likely Redway Plain near Wilmarth's Bridge Road. She says that a local farmer died on that road after getting hit by a car changing the tire. And, um, but like that's never been confirmed as something that actually happened. Okay. Um, so the legend of the redheaded hitchhiker of Route 44 was made famous by The New England Ghost Files, a book by the late Chris Turek Robinson that chronicled the many ghost stories of this area. But the legend has also spread through word of mouth for forever. And yeah. I saw it on a documentary with Jason, which... Yeah. And that is just one of the encounters of the Bridgewater Triangle. 
And we will be revisiting it. I'm excited. And also, hopefully, we'll have curtains by then. Because, <laughs> like, I'm not... No, I don't want to do that. No, you don't like the window now? No, I don't like the window. You keep looking at it? I do keep looking at it because it's the leaves. It's the leaves. They move and shift. Uh-huh. And it's creepy as it is, fuck. It is creepy as fuck. But yeah, that was a crazy fucking story. <laughs> I told you I had a lot of experiences. Are you ready for mine? I am. All right. Let's like uh, talk about a haunted object. Ooh, what are we talking about? We are talking about the Thomas Busby stoop chair. Okay. Um. So in the 17th, we're we're in 17th century North Yorkshire, England. Ooh. In this town, there is a counterfeiter named Daniel Audi. 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 Yeah. Daniel Audi. Did he own Audi? No. Oh. Not like the car dealer. Dang. He was a counterfeiter. Um, and had recently moved to North Yorkshire um, because the area was quieter location for his illicit job. <laughs> so he didn't think he would get caught. Yeah. Um, he purchased an old farm and built a large hidden underground room and installed a very robust lock that no one... So, like, no one would catch him kind of thing. That's an intense... Um, he, like, went fucking all out. He was prepared. Yes. He's preparing. Audie had a daughter named Elizabeth who had fell in love with the local drunk Thomas Busby. Of course she did. Yep. And refer to him as Daniel the rest of the time. So, Audie. Audie. Daniel Audie. Mm-hmm. So, though Daniel was not happy with the lovely couple he soon became partners with thomas in the counterfeiting game okay so he's like i'm not happy about this but But hey i need some help you're going to be in my family you're gonna fucking help and treat my daughter right yeah uh which no doubt proved to be a trying relationship because of thomas's drinking problem (laughs) okay (laughs) and thomas and elizabeth uh sort of it sounded like they had lived in the t- farmhouse with Daniel and then decided to move into the local inn where they had lived together, which was the perfect place for Thomas to live because it was also a bar. Oh, perfect for him. Yeah. So Daniel grew angry by the relationship and one night he stormed into the inn to drag his daughter back home and away from Thomas forever. She refused to budge until Thomas got home. So they sat in the inn and waited for a very drunk Busby or Thomas to get home, back home. Okay, so he was super drunk. Yeah, he cu- he came home drunk to the inn. Um, and the two men argued, causing a scene at the inn. But Thomas was so drunk that he wasn't fighting for his wife. No, no. What was he fighting for? He was fighting with Daniel over sitting in his favorite chair. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of drunk person okay so daniel uh during the argument uh he daniel could clearly see that it was not going in any constructive way that daniel wanted it to go right. like bringing his daughter home so he left back to the farm without his daughter okay uh but thomas was still seeing red apparently over this chair <laughs> <laughs> no one sits in my fucking chair exactly that later that night Thomas made a three-mile trek to the farm and bludgeoned Daniel to death with the counterfeiting hammers. Holy shit. Over this chair. Over this chair. (laughs) Oh, my God. He was very drunk. Okay. Obviously. So, eventually, it took a couple of days, but they found uh, Daniel's body, and 
realized that Thomas had argued with him at the inn, and Thomas was charged, tried, and found guilty of murder of Daniel Otty. Okay. Um, though they don't really talk about Elizabeth too much after this, but in uh 1702, Thomas was uh hung, but just before his execution, Thomas cursed all of all people to death who take a seat in his favorite chair. Are you serious? <laughs> I don't think I would be telling this story if I wasn't serious. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes. So after the execution. Because no one's going to take that seriously, right? Yeah. Like, no one's going to take that seriously. No one's going to take it seriously. And, uh, but, you know, the inn was just like, you know, I have an idea to bring people to my inn. So they renamed their inn, the Busby Stoop Inn. Okay. After this whole curse, pretty much. Uh, the owner of the inn told all who visited about the chair and its curse, and still standing in the place where Thomas liked to sit. So it was just always in the place that he liked. Like, he yeah. didn't move it. Was it. Like, it was like at a table in the corner or some shit that, like, Thomas always sat down and always drank in. Okay, so they left it in that same area. Yeah. And it proved to be quite the attraction. And then I said, many people who have dared to sit in the chair would inexplicably die soon after. Some counts of the chair's death toll is up to 63 people. Holy fuck. <laughs> because no one took the fucking chair seriously. No one took it seriously. Yeah. Oh man, that's tempting fate right there. Right? This whole this whole episode is just tempting fate. Wow, what a killer chair. <laughs> <laughs> the chair is a real killer. So the first alleged death to be associated with the chair is a chimney sweep who was drinking with a friend one night and decided to sit in the chair. The sweep never actually made it home that night, and it was said that he had gotten so drunk that he laid down in the road to sleep. Oh, no. And But the next morning, his body was found hanging from the post near the gallows. Oh, that's terrifying. Yes. His death was ruled, ruled a suicide, but in 1914, the chimney sweep's friend spent his last hours on his deathbed Telling a story about how he had robbed and murdered the chimney sweep. Okay, so he murdered him. Yeah. But it doesn't stop the fact that people still believe in the chair. Well, I mean, he still sat in the chair. Yeah. He still, he still died. They didn't say, you're going to die by being murdered or you're going to die. You're just going to die. You're just going to, you're going to die. Maybe his friend just had this overwhelming feeling. To do it. To just murder this guy. After he sat in that chair. Yeah. Was he with him when he sat in the chair? Yeah. But he Ooh. didn't sit in the chair. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Maybe. Solved it. <laughs> so another story of a young builder's apprentice that died soon after being dared to sit in the chair by his co-workers during lunch. Later that day, he ended up falling through a roof and died. Oh. Uh, the deaths continued and the chair was stored away in a cellar. But a delivery man still managed to sit in the chair. Oh, my God. And died in a car crash that evening when he lost control. Jeez. So he was, like, probably just, like, sat down He, like, for carried a some boxes to the cellar, and he's like, oh, man, look at this chair. Take Maybe a he, like, his shoe came untied, and he, like, sat down to retie his shoe. Yeah. And then, like, boom, dead. Yep, just dead that night. Uh, there is also an airfield ne- nearby where many men have come here to dine. 
dine, like dine, yeah, like eat food, like die, d i e dash n. Sure. <laughs> Though, uh, some would make it. Some would make it to their deployment. All who sat in the chair would not return from war. Oh wow! So like, the chair was like, "I'll let you serve your time, but you ain't making it home." They were like, you know, you're going to war anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Might as well do some good before I kill you. Yeah. Two men in particular were daring enough, were daring each other to sit in the chair from the airfield. Eventually, one of them caved in and placed his butt on the chair just for a second. So he's like, eh. yep. Like, <laughs> he just looked at me, eh. Yep. He's just like, I touched it. <laughs> I did it. I feel like I can't sit and jump up that fast. No, I don't think I can either. It would have to be at least like two or three seconds. I think you feel. I feel like you were like maybe if you were like hovering, like if we were like a video podcast, I definitely would demonstrate it right now. <laughs> but like hovering to the point where like your butt just like touches it ever so slightly. But you would still have to touch the chair, like right? Yeah. Like you still have to hold on to like the armrest to get yourself to hover. Yeah. You still have to like touch it. Yeah. So I don't know, unless you're really good at squats. Maybe he's really got great he legs. He is. He is in the Air Force or something, so he must be really good at He squats. never skipped leg day at training. He never skipped leg day. But on the way back to the field, they both died in a car accident. Awful. Because the the guy, other guy died by association. Wow. Was he... It, they were in the car together, so yeah. the drone was probably driving. And yeah. Not even for a second... Can you sit in my fucking chair? Exactly. Through the early 1970s, the chair seemed to claim a number of victims, including a cleaning lady who was diagnosed with a brain tumor after knocking into the chair. Oh. A number of motorcyclists who suffered fatal road accidents. A hitchhiker who was run over after having spent two nights at the pub. Maybe it was my hitchhiker. Well, we're in England, so probably not. Maybe he traveled. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you're trying to connect it, but, like, maybe not. Maybe, probably not. I mean... Well, like, it is, like, a Bermuda Triangle kind of situation, and, like, Massachusetts is sort of, like, colonial America, so, like, maybe. 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 (laughs) Also, you said earlier that he was seeing red, and the hitchhiker had red hair. Oh, maybe. Maybe that's the connection. Maybe that is the connection. Are we forcing it? Yes. Yes. Do we always force it? Yes. Yes. And then another local man ended up dying of a heart attack shortly after sitting in the chair. Oh, that sucks. And the lady who died because she brushed up against it. Like, she's just a clean... She was just a cleaning lady, too. Like, she knew better. How have people moved it, though? I don't know. Maybe gloves? (laughs) Gloves. Maybe, like, they, like tied some like rope to it without mm-hmm. touching it and like lifted it maybe they got like a giant like construction tractor and they like scooped it up in its bucket <laughs> <laughs> exactly because the owner of the pub finally had enough of all the deaths and took the chair to the local museum okay but it came with a stipulation to the museum museum the chair must be displayed up high to never allow anyone to sit on it, including museum workers. I mean, that's a fair stipulation. 
So to this day, the chair is mounted up on the wall at the Thirsk Museum and no one has been allowed to sit in it, no matter how much they offer the museum oh, for wow. the thrill. People have literally offered money to sit in this chair. Wow. Idiots. <laughs> they are idiots. But the, good for the museum for being like, no. Yeah. So the museum has never broken its promise in over 30 years, despite uh, numerous requests and even being threatened with legal action. I don't know how you're going to like threaten how? legal action against a museum for not letting you sit how in a fucking chair. Sue a, a museum for that. Um, suing for my happiness to prove that the chair is bullshit. I feel like that's not a good enough excuse. That's not going to go very far. No. No. That is pretty much the Thomas uh, Busby stare. Uh, though Thomas himself has been seen at the Busby Stoop Inn. Oh, okay. There's not much by just seeing a dark shadow at the um, upper landing of some stairs. Other than that, the inn was closed in 2012. Uh, but, but, but supposedly you can still visit the chair hanging from the wall in the Thirsk Museum. Okay. And there has even been a petition on change.org to burn the chair in a bonfire. But don't they say not to burn haunted objects? I, you know, maybe like you salt it first or something or like, I don't, I don't know. I think there's like a method. There would have to be some sort of method, right? There's like a method to like disposing of haunted objects. Maybe just bury it. Maybe just give it to Zach Baggins. (laughs) Maybe just give it to Zach Baggins. And his stupid fucking museum. And maybe Zach Baggins will say I think it's a Baggins or something. Is it, it is Baggins. Baggins. Whatever. He does have a museum. Like, he just put it in his museum and... You know, if I do ever go to Vegas, you bet 100% I will be... You'll go to his museum? Fuck yeah, I will. I will be in that museum and I will look around and I will see the Dybbuk box and everything. See, it's, like, literally mounted to a wall. Okay, it's pretty high, too. You couldn't just, like, jump up on there to no, sit No, 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 no. They're, like, no one's fucking sitting in this chair. It's not even, like, a cute chair. Yes. Well, it's it's from, like, the 18th century. I know, but, like, <laughs> so, like it's not no padding or anything on it, but it was this guy's favorite chair, so, like... It was his favorite saloon chair. I don't know what to tell you. I just want it to be comfy. Yeah. Well, it was comfy to him. It had his perfect butt imprint in the wood. It did. Maybe he had sat in it so much he had worn the perfect butt print into it. Into the wood. Yeah. And he didn't want anyone else's butt to mess up his butt. Exactly. Makes sense. And that is the Thomas Busby chair. I like it. Yeah. It's a chair. Nice chair. You brought up haunted objects that one time and I was like Googling them while we were actually recording and I came across this and I was like, a chair? I'm intrigued. Haunted objects are interesting. Yeah, definitely. But uh, maybe uh, maybe I'll get back to like actual ghost stories. <laughs> I just told you one. You did. And you made me really want to get curtains for this room. <laughs> this room needs curtains. It does need curtains but i guess that will do it for today yeah i guess that's it that's all we got yeah so if you like this episode please rate review and subscribe to our podcast you can listen to us almost everywhere where you listen to podcasts almost maybe iHeartRadio. i don't know check on it if you listen there yeah check in the next few days yeah maybe see if we're there 
Maybe we'll be up there by the time this episode releases. Who knows? I don't know. But you can also find us on social media at... You can find us on Twitter at the TheMFCast, on Instagram at Marble Forest Podcast, and you can email us your own personal experiences at MarbleForestPodcast at gmail.com. Did you see a hitchhiker? Were they a ghost? Did you sit in a cursed chair? Let us know. Yeah, don't sit in a cursed chair. Don't do not sit in a cursed like, chair. Just don't tempt fate by t- tempting fate. Yeah, exactly. There, there's our outro. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we like to give a special thanks to Jenna who did our logo. You can find her on Instagram and Etsy. If you check out her Instagram, she did a really cool uh, photo of a frog girl that she did like a challenge where everyone commented certain aspects of like what she thought that the like what? was like someone commented a hairstyle and someone commented a type of person and someone commented a uh, eye color yeah and then it came up with a wonderful gorgeous creation that jenna had made i said it had a pet mouse and it has a pet mouse and it's cute i said it had a valley girl personality i love it it was really cute yeah uh special thanks to cameron who did our music uh, and everyone else and you the listener and you look at you look at you you look radiant today because you listen to our podcast it just it looks like it, you're just glowing with the excitement of a haunting <laughs> but you know don't tempt fate by sitting in a haunted ass chair and goodbye bye bye